honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on thesportstuff.com. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Logan Timberwolves fans, are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I'm your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on thesportstuff.com, iTunes, Stitcher, and Double Twist. Pleasure to be back on board once again today to talk Timberwolves basketball, NBA, and all that good stuff. Happy Inauguration Day. That's right, January 20th, 2017. I don't normally say the date or the episode, but well, episode 188. It kind of doesn't matter, really, does it? I mean, yeah, time sensitive, not time sensitive. It is what it is. I'm not, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I personally am excited about it. I'm happy with how things went. Not everybody has to agree. It is what it is. I'm not going to go too much further into it. I don't need to ruffle any feathers right now. I do that enough already on this show, talking with the Wolves, I'm sure. So, <laughs> not quite the Kool-Aid drinker that a lot of locals are. Are I mean, I'm sure uh, overseas, some people are, lo- are a little Kool-Aid-ish too about things. It is what it is. You're, every fan's different. Everybody's mindset is different about everything. Politics, sports, whatever. Whatever it is. Interest, music. Golly, I could get... <laughs> yeah. Oh, to tell you how much I hate modern music. But that's, again... My, yeah, prerogative, and you can have your own. Okay, well, kind of a weird week again. Like, you know what? Every week's weird. Every time I record this show, it's dark outside. Like, why can't I have a little sunlight in here, you know? Damn it. But then again, sometimes it gets too hot. All right, let's get on with things. Uh, after some weird, kind of ugly, sloppy basketball, the Wolves end up finishing 2-2 two and two this week, so not too bad. Yeah, I mean, it's not like, woohoo, awesome, here we go. We're on our way to the, the eighth seed and everything. Well, we'll worry about that if and when the time comes. But hey, getting to five, getting to kind of start playing a 500 basketball is a lot better than how things started out. So, And the two teams we beat were pretty good. Um, the Texas two-step did not go well at all. It seems to never go well, and I don't know why. Other than, I guess, Dallas and San Antonio have had their moments over the years. Especially San Antonio. I can't imagine San Antonio being a good team or anything. Man, that's weird. Right. Okay, so Oklahoma City, a team that's kind of a little frustrated right now, I can imagine. Um, Westbrook getting hit in the face a bit by Zsa Pachulia. That was kind of messed up. I don't know if it was intentional or what. Maybe trying to be physical. I don't know. Uh, Westbrook is a bit of a talker, too, and a little bit sloppy. Let's get on with it. Friday, January the 13th. Friday the 13th, Jason Voorhees with his machete, ready to rock and roll. And I guess the Wolves were Jason Voorhees. You'd think it was Russell Westbrook. Well, he was about as organized as Jason Voorhees might have been. Uh, Quite a mess. In fact, he had a quadruple double, if you do want to count turnovers as a double-digit statistic. And you know what? He had a quadruple double because it is a double-digit statistic. Ten turnovers, and yes, 21 points. 11 rebounds, 12 assists, 1 of 10 from 3-point range. Ha ha. Yeah, let's let's insert the little uh, Simpsons voice there. Ha ha. 1 of 10. 7 of 23 from the floor. That's not going to get it done. All those turnovers and such. So, yeah, the Wolves win the game, baby. 96-86, 10-point victory. OKC managing 18 points in periods number 3 and 4. Only 36 points in the second half. Only 22 in the second quarter, despite a miserable, dismal second quarter by the Wolves. Things changed dramatically in the third quarter. So, okay, I guess the tide's turned. At least for this particular game. Not bad. Um, 
Great. Third win in a row for the Wolves. How about that? And a guy by the name of Carl Anthony Towns is really assuming the identity. I've been talking about split personality last episode. I had a lot of fun talking about that. The David Robinson in Carl Anthony Towns is definitely showing up. And I know, stop talking about David Robinson. He's Carl Anthony Towns. Yes, but you get the idea. He wasn't playing like a Chris Webber style, even though Chris Webber is a nice little commentator on TNT we got to hear last night. But Carl Anthony Towns looks awesome this week, man. I mean, he looks like something great. Missed two three-pointers. Okay, see, reducing the numbers. It's like, okay, so Coach Thibodeau, or, or is it Carl himself, or is it kind of a combo of both? Kind of getting it now. And, of course, Brandon Rush starting again, which I wish he would continue to start. God bless <clears throat> Zach Levine, but I don't know. Just seeing things seem smoother, higher IQ with Brandon Rush starting. And God bless Zach Levine, how good he is and all that. And I know people are going to get upset even thinking about, uh, wait, wait, really, you want Brandon Rush instead of Zach Levine? Well, I want Brandon Rush and Zach Levine. How about that? But I want Brandon Rush to start games out or at least get a significant amount of minutes here and there. He provides stay. He's a stabling influence. He's solid. He takes smart shots. He made half of his threes again. His defense is good. And Ricky Rubio, another fantastic uh, game for him. Shot made half of his baskets. Fourteen and fourteen, fourteen assists. Good chemistry with Carl again. A couple of alley oops with Wiggins as well. Solid overall game. Wolves win in ninety six eighty six. Didn't the things didn't look so good for a while there? But Westbrook just got. Just got started losing the ball, dribbling it off his foot. Poor passes. Ricky Rubio, just a gorgeous, just a wonderful lead pass to Shabazz Muhammad on that on the drive to the dunk. I mean, just when he when he was able to steal the ball from Westbrook after a poor pass, just a beautiful little lead pass. Gotta love that Shabazz finishing with seven points off the bench. And I'm gonna hear. I'm gonna continue to talk about uh, the bench of this club and all that. We'll get to that after the fourth game review or so. Let's move on. Fun little game for the Wolves, though. Very pleasing. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, for the record, 29-17. Just looks like just gorgeous. Up, you know, under the basket, around the other side. The guy driving to the basket is just a, a, a pleasure. Just a pleasure to watch when Carl Anthony Towns drives to the basket and he plays close to the basket with that little jump hook, which I think he just. Oh, he, it's silky smooth. He, he does. He has a fantastic jump hook on his shot. Sunday, January the fifteenth. What the hell? Um, it's like Dallas was kind of like Dallas again. Um, yeah, and they pull up one game behind the Wolves after this one, ninety-eight, eighty-seven. Things looked okay early on, and the Mavericks just kind of started pulling away into that second quarter. The three-game win streak comes to a screeching halt. Wiggins was okay, adequate, but just kind of again that Terrell Brandon type of player. Carl, this was definitely his weakest game of the week, but still not that bad. Rubio, another double-digit assist performance. Nemanja looks solid. I'm going to give him credit. He looks solid in the game. Um, this was his best game of the week, I'd have to say. He did have eight points the last game, but he fouled out, and he's just a mess. He actually looked kind of okay. He made an attack to the basket, made it look easy, so we'll give him credit there. Shabazz stunk off the bench. Bielitsa, the only guy to score off the bench. That's how rough of a game this was. Overall yucky performance. Zach Levine returning from the hip injury and doesn't look that good. Uh, he made three of four three-pointers. That's good at, at that stretch, but not very aggressive. I'm sure he's in a lot of pain and not a good game at all. Uh, Brandon Rush only three minutes in this one. Barely got to see anything. Um, unfortunate overall for this game. Best player by far for me was Gorgi Zhang in that beautiful catch-and-shoot. He's actually second in the league in catch-and-shoot percentage. Just unbelievable with those little passes from Rubio or whoever. Wiggins, Towns on occasion, with those kind of, again, long twos. Yes, we don't like long twos very much, but Gorgie is gorgeous at them. 
Um, pure perfect relief. The thing is just nothing but net every time. 10 of 12 from the floor. Even played some solid defense. Went coast to coast on one play. Love him. Uh, love Gorgie Zhang. Awesome game. So, I mean, just thinking of trading and packaging him in some kind of a deal for older guys. I, I don't know. That's why I didn't like that Phoenix trade. Uh, Hank McCoy out there. I don't know, man. I, I'm not in a hurry to trade Gorgie. I'm really not. Uh, I, I understand he's not untouchable and you know, he's not an all-star and all that, but man, he is so valuable, and he would be missed dearly if, if he was gone from this team, I think. Uh, Tyson Chandler, he's just too damn old. He look he looks like a caveman, and he kind of is, you know? Uh, Wesley Matthews held only two points last time around. We knew that wasn't going to happen. He wound up with 19. He ended up leading the way, but you saw a lot of the old Dallas Mavericks from the past, scorching from the outside, uh, quick passing. J.J. Barea made everything. 15 points for him off the bench. Um, Devin Harris with a goofy shot. It went in. It was as he was fouled. I don't know how that got in there. And even Darren Williams, very strong at point guard in this game. Looked like the old Darren Williams that we haven't seen in eons. I mean, I almost forgot he exists. Honest to God, I forgot he's even in the league. I'm not kidding. With a beautiful dish to Harrison Barnes, who is the leading scorer for the club. Wasn't the leading scorer on this night. Dirk Nowitzki, again, killing us from the outside. Not the biggest numbers ever with 17 points, but still made half his shots and three of four from downtown. That's not going to help the Wolves' cause. And they lose the ball game 98-87. Not a good game for the Wolves. They just kind of no energy. And Dallas was quicker and making everything they needed to. Speaking of quicker and making everything they needed to, yeah, Tuesday, January the 17th. The Timberwolves played who I believe is the MVP in this league. MVP. Because I know the NBA isn't about one-on-one, isn't about just one-on-one, it's about team and this and that. But (laughs) I have to make an exception on this one. And do you really think Kawhi Leonard is a selfish player? No, hell no. The (sighs) one-on-one battles with the great swingmen in this league and the up-and-coming swingmen like the Andrew Wiggins of this world and the Jimmy Butlers and others out there. I mean, this guy crushes whoever he plays every single night. And I believe Kawhi Leonard is the MVP in the NBA right now. MVP. Steph Curry and and Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, too many chefs in the kitchen. You can't give an MVP to that group. You just can't. I mean, one guy's out, they're going to pick it up and they're going to keep winning for the most part. Uh, the Warriors did pretty good when Curry was injured in the past. So, I mean, it's not like it's, it's all over and Curry's the MVP and, oh my God, the Warriors are dead. LeBron, of course, if the Cavs lose LeBron, it's all over. And he's great and all that. He's getting a little bit older and I, and go ahead and talk crap about how the Warriors spanked them and beat the hell out of them the other night. Whatever. On MLK Day, by the way, and uh, belated happy MLK Day. I should have said it on the last show, so I apologize for that. Um, but Kawhi Leonard destroys in his one-on-one matchups. Jimmy Butler, he kept him to 11 points at 30-ish. Look at Wiggins. I mean, this is this is usually what you see with Kawhi Leonard versus his opponents. 28 to 35 points, and his opponents went up with 11 to 15. Maybe maybe 8 on some occasions. Wiggins couldn't do jack crap against him. Almost cursing there. Wiggins couldn't do jack bleep against this guy all night. Um, 3 of 8 from the floor. Not aggressive, no shot available, and Kawhi Leonard 34, and he made it look easy. The Wolves played very strong basketball in this game, but what happened? The third quarter happened, that's right, and then things kind of continued to snowball from there. Kawhi just started running all over us. 34-point performance for the young man, who I think, again, is the MVP in the league. Because, I mean, when you outscore your opponents, regardless of how good they are, by 20 points frequently, you're the best player in the league. Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the NBA right now. 
that's subject to change because the NBA is always changing. It's like the ocean, <laughs> you know, it's like a, it's like a cumulus cloud on a summer day. It's going to change all the time. But right now, I, I, my vote is with Kawhi Leonard. If, if I, Tim Rose explosion was, uh, uh, important enough to have a, a vote for MVP, Kawhi Leonard would get my vote today, today. Carl Anthony Towns gets my vote for MVP of the Timberwolves right now. He's just been gorgeous. Uh, awesome game again, 27-16. Again, attacking the basket, staying close. He made both of his threes and kept the Wolves in the game. Damn it, keep keep a keeper coming. Zach Levine a bit more on track again with 18 points, starting, of course. But you see absolutely no Brandon Rush. I mean, I hate when the Wolves do this stuff. And they did it in the flip era, all the way back to the flip sounders, the original flip sounders. You have a guy during injuries, come off the bench, he'd play well, and then the the uh, the income, incumbent starter comes in, and they say hell with you. And I remember Gary Trent ranted about that in the Star Tribune years ago. You know what? Yeah. Why are we saying hell with you to Brandon Rush with how good he was out there? It's just like, next man up, now go back and sit down. Come on, no minutes? Zero? Yeah, no minutes. Come on, man. Come on, man. No minutes for Tyus Jones after he had some valuable performances. During the course of this season, the guy can't even see the light of day until the Clipper game for reasons we'll talk about very soon. Ricky Rubio, extremely valuable again, boosting that trade value at a bare minimum for those of you that hate talking about that. Well, it's a possibility and they're talking about how he's not going to, he's not the point guard for a championship caliber team. And then of course, uh, AP, AP Krasinski says, oh, let's make the playoffs first. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to make the playoffs, but I would not want to be a mediocre team long term. If Rubio plays the way he did against the Spurs, he, he could be good enough to be on a championship club as a point guard. But most people agree that that's, he's not really championship material at point guard. Not sure that guy's on the roster, but Tyus Jones could be a very, very, very valuable guy. I, I think he's a better point guard than a lot of people believe in this league. And I know a lot of people here locally are drinking the Tyus Kool-Aid to a point of almost too far. But the guy's value is it's, <laughs> it's very visible. I, I really think Tyus Jones has a future in this league, and there's a reason he, again, like I said last show or so, there's a reason he was taken in the, in the first round of the draft. The guy is a worthy first-round pick. Not all of them make it, but I do believe Tyus Jones is deserving of that choice. Uh, it's too bad things went the way they did, but I'm not too surprised. Uh, LaMarcus Aldrich getting like a key offensive rebound late in the game was the only offensive rebound he'd get. And I will continue to say the guy's not a good rebounder for what he is. Four rebounds in the game? Yeah. Did I win that argument yet? Did I win? Paul Gasol, broken finger in the game. A lot like the Wilds' Jonas Brodeen as well. Defenseman for the Wild. We'll talk about that in Brave the Wild tomorrow. Check that out for your multi-sport fans out there. Paul Gasol, broken finger. That's not good. Not good. Um, <laughs> next man up, I guess, huh? Hmm. There ain't a whole lot of backup centers on this team, but uh, David Lee will sure see some playing time, I'm sure. Backup power forward center deal. Uh, can't believe Mano Ginobili's still playing. The guy looks like he should be... <laughs> I don't even know. The guy looks like he's from a different era, like literally. Um, <laughs> so does Parker now. But uh, regardless, this club just rolls in this league still to this day, and that's because you have the best player in the league. I mean, if Kawhi Leonard goes out, Spurs, Spurs aren't going to be that good anymore. I mean... They, they'll win some games, and they're not going to be that good. Uh, Mr. Popovich getting a little testy this week. A little testy. Got a technical in this game. He's just getting pissed off. And then the next, and then last night again, uh, go Denver. He gets teed up, and Moody Eye helps the ref out with a little technical. <laughs> the little technical and point to that locker room or the, or the, or the exit, whatever. Getting a little testy, Greg Popovich. Slow down, buddy. Slow down. As they rolled past Denver as well. They're 32-9 and after the Wolves' defeat here. 
122-114. Fun game for a while until that bleeping third quarter, which a lot of us in Flips Army tend to mention a lot. We hate that third quarter. Minnesota and Clippers in TNT land. Charles Barkley with his big smile and his big voice. Kenny Smith with his jokes and his laughter. Ernie Johnson on his cool voice. Hello, Ernie Johnson. And God bless uh, Craig Seger. Still missing him on there. The awesome suits. How, how could you not like Craig Seger? God bless him again. I'm sorry I didn't mention him more on this show. It's because I mentioned him on the court side. I did a call into that. Talked about Craig Seger. So God bless him. We'll give him a quick moment of silence. God bless you, Craig Seger and family. And thank you very much for many, many memorable years and memorable, memorable interviews with the aforementioned Greg Popovich. <laughs> Greg Popovich, God. Oh, that guy. A little testy, man. But, uh, of course, uh, was that, who else is out there? Char- uh, I was going to say Shaquille O'Neal and his shades. That's the first one I was going to say, and I never got around to it. Ah, I hate these Clippers, man. Uh, no Chris Paul, no Blake Griffin. No problem. The Clippers still were kicking our ass in the first half, and a lot of us thought we were going to lose the game. Bleep the second quarter. Wolves lose by 10 points in that second quarter. Looking like garbage. Looking like, like uh, look just looking unimpressive out there. DeAndre Jordan, out muscling, smart. I mean, that guy has really become a good player. I hate him, though. <laughs> Rivers, a lot of us hate that guy. He is a little, you know, man, he's a cocky little SOP, isn't he? Austin Rivers. Ah, oh, 20 points in the game, not off the bench. Starting, of course, Raymond Felton, the long-forgotten Raymond Felton, who played so well with the Knicks years ago, came to Portland all heavy set and didn't do jack bleep out there with that club. Brandon Bass always showing his value, making all of his shots. Jamal frickin' Crawford. Couldn't hit the broadside of a barn, but then, of course, late in the game, started scorching the net. Just convenient. Started making some key shots. He made his last three shots in the game, but luckily for the Wolves, Carl Anthony Towns woke up. Uh, Wiggins started this game very, very well. Quieted later, 9 of 19 from the floor. <clears throat> A little more aggressive in this one. Beautiful spin move for the end one. There's the Dominique Wilkins out of Andrew Wiggins that I just love. But then you got to see the David Robinson and Carl all night, particularly in that second half. What an awesome performance. And again, how many threes did he attempt? How many? Take a look at that. Two. That's right. Two. And he made one of them, and it was extremely key. Wolves trailing by four with about a minute and a half remaining. Nails that soccer one-point game. And then the Wolves have a couple of turns for the better. Carl Anthony Towns with a beautiful beautiful make uh, and wraparound shot. He, he did another one in this game. Just gorgeous. Puts the Wolves ahead. Had that mid-range shot flowing, like again, like... David Robinson, and I keep mentioning it because his game is so similar to David Robinson. I gotta tell you, uh, Rubio went down pretty awkwardly. It was a ta- you know, tangle. I think it was Felton. I think it was Raymond Felton. Kind of, there was a tangle, and he just went boom uh, backwards. Kind of fell backwards, landed real hard. Uh, hip injury for him, so similar to Levine, I, I guess. You didn't see him in the second half. You saw Chris Dunn. You didn't see that much. I mean, Chris Dunn's okay. But, and his defense is okay, but some of it, not the good, not the best. Some kind of lame calls, too. Nemanja, so unimpressive. And we're talking 18 and a half minutes with a guy that does it, that just almost nothing. And there's Jordan Hill over there with that funny looking hair. But but a, a solid game in, in this league for many years now. He's not that old, but he's been in the league for a little while. Since about, I believe, the Rubio draft, if I remember correctly. Uh, Rubio Curry, and okay, yeah, you get the idea. DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> but uh, Jordan Hill, a solid player, 
And Nemanja getting all the minutes, and he only gets one rebound in 18 and a half. I, I got to think Jordan Hill could do a little more than that. Brandon Rush not seeing the light of day again. But then you saw Tyus. You saw young Tyus got to, got to play again. That drive and dish that Tyus Jones is able to do, and those nice feeds to Carl Anthony Towns, which ended up resulting in dunks. Sorry if my voice is getting a little too quiet, but I'm kind of getting in that. I'm getting in that thoughtful mode right now. But Tyus Jones... I mean, the guy is a winner, and yes, and he makes smart plays. He deserves to play, regardless how Kool-Aid drinkish you might seem, like, oh, we got to get our Apple Valley guy out there, blah, blah, blah. No, he's a good basketball player, and he makes his team better. Play Tyus Jones. Chris Dunn, you know, I like him a lot. Uh, his man-on-man defense is wonderful, and you'll hear from Tanae about that later on, but... Uh, Something's missing. Um, he's, you know, he was okay in the game, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. He was solid in relief of Rubio, but the five fouls, it just seemed like too much. And Austin Rivers made him look kind of silly. He went up with 20 points, if I didn't mention that yet. The guy just drives you crazy getting around people and such. He had the hack of Jordan brought back again. Five of 12 from the line. Good job. Glad that was able to help because the guy was 29 and 16 overall in the game. Only two, only two blocks only for him, right? But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Wiggins, 8 of 10 from the floor. Rubio the other night in San Antonio made 14, 13 of 14. Just awesome. Kept the Wolves in the game most of the night. Um, Wesley Johnson's like dead man walking. He attempted 1-3 and missed. And you heard uh, <laughs> you heard Jim Beat. And because oh, you know there were times I had the radio on as well. Alan Horton and Jim Pete kind of just laughing, kind of shaking their head. Yeah, like get a, you know another one of those David Kahn picks, of course, that we know so well. To think uh, Kawhi Leonard was in that draft. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Wesley Johnson. And how David Kahn talked about how many good wings were in that draft. And that's the one you took, uh, David Kahn. That's the one you took. That's the one you took. And I know he was the quintessential pick at the time. But sometimes somebody's going to go out of the box, pick somebody that's unexpected, and he's going to be way better. Russell Westbrook was not supposed to go fourth overall in the draft. In 2008, and he did. And what happened? What happened? That's that's right. You took the way better player. <laughs> that's right. I'm trying to remember who was supposed to go there, and it's a guy who's barely around anymore. See, I mean, see what I mean? I mean, it's like, why am I blanking on it? Well, we'll come back to that maybe at some point if if it comes to me here. <laughs> but um, Tyus Jones, very very valuable. Carl Anthony Towns, key shots, ultimately 37 points. In this game, just awesome performance by Carl Anthony Towns. 12 rebounds, it felt like more than that. So let's pass out the awards here before I get to look at the 2008 draft. Dr. Alpha Wolf, Carl Anthony Towns. I'm also going to continue to say, why the hell are we playing? <laughs> why the hell are we just ignoring the Brandon Rushes, Jordan Hills, when you have veterans on the bench that can help your team, and it's obvious they can help, and you continue to ignore them? I have no idea what... Thibodeau's doing what his thought process is because okay is it really a process like see there's win now and everything right but there's also teachability from these veterans to the young guys they're not really learning that much by getting their butts kicked then of course Zach Levine off again in Clipperland 3 of 13 not what you normally would see from Zach Levine in Clipperland very very uh disappointing Jared Bayless was the guy that's who it was who was supposed to go fourth overall I knew the name I saw it I could see his face and Brandon Rush went in that draft, too. Yep, 13th. Um, Jared Bayless was supposed to go fourth, and it winds up being Westbrook. Bayless, kind of spark plug off the bench. Well, you know, Westbrook. Yeah, Westbrook. 
one of the best players in the league today, MVP candidate. Jared Bayless will never, ever, ever, ever hear his name in an MVP conversation. So you got to look outside the box, David Kahn, and congratulations to that Seattle Super Suntics uh, slash Oklahoma City Thunder general manager for that move there. Man, man, man. Mm. But the Wolves end up winning the ball game 104-101. Solid performance overall. Carl Anthony Towns just took charge in this game. After a nice start from Wiggins, still 27 points from Andrew Wiggins, though. Nice to see. But Carl, officially the leading scorer for this club at about 22 and a half a game. 12 rebounds a game for Carl Anthony Towns. He continues to do that. And again, nice passes in this one, including to Wiggins and others cutting to the basket. Fun, fun little finish to this to what looked like one of one of the most frustrating games ever. <laughs> I'm surprised the Wolves won this game, but I'm very pleased. And uh, I'm not surprised. I'm ultimately not surprised when you think about no Chris Paul, no uh, Blake Griffin. But the way things were going, it didn't look like we were going to win the game. So nice, nice performance. Way to stick with it. At least you, at least you won the game. Okay, at least you won. So thank you very much for that. Alpha Wolf, Carl Anthony Towns, Johnny Flynn Memorial. Thibodeau, <laughs> Thibodeau, and a little bit of Chris Dunn, very invisible. Um, he's taken a step back the past couple of weeks. Chris Dunn, the Johnny Flynn Memorial, I pray to God he's not another Johnny Flynn, and I don't think he will be. I would be very pissed off if he is, but for right now, he's getting the Flynn Memorial with Carl, getting the Alpha Wolf, and Ricky Rubio, honorable mention for the Alpha Wolf again. Very strong week overall. Hopefully the hip is okay. I like the flow of the offense when he's in there. I don't think he's uh, untouchable, though, in a trade. I do not believe that. I think that's a little bit crazy to say. So we'll be back, preview three games, and then Fan Interaction segment number three right after this. Carl Anthony Towns is establishing his true identity. Now it's time for Andrew Wiggins to do the same. And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, segment number two, preview segment. Three games to preview. The Wolves host the Denver Nuggets on Sunday, 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 January the 22nd. Interesting number there. Denver Nuggets come to town. I think a very winnable game. This is fresh off the ejection of Greg Popovich and Moody Eye motioning and such. Danilo Gallinari may be out with a sprained ankle. Hmm, as of January 19th, so that's pretty damn recent, actually. So maybe we won't have to worry about Danilo Gallinari. Gary Harris, sprained ankle as well, January 16th. Hmm, those are two guys that killed us last time around. Daryl Arthur, poor guy. That guy, you know, you thought he was going to have a better career. Remember, he sank in the draft years ago. I haven't really seen much of the guy since, uh, really, to be quite honest. Danilo Gallinari is officially leading the team in scoring, believe it or not, just slightly over Wilson Chandler. That would be a big loss for the Nuggets and I think a very winnable game. Gary Harris capable of scorching the net from the outside, but so is Will Barton. Again, another one of the, the draft night deals with David Cotton. Maybe some of you are sorry, uh, tired of hearing that, but, eh, well, you know, we, some of you haven't heard that too much. Kenneth Vareed, always a pain in the ass, thorn in the side for the Wolves. Historically, he'll, he'll be there. He hasn't had much of a season because he comes off the bench, but every time he plays the Wolves, though, it seems like he kind of comes comes around again. Moody, I have not been that impressed with the guy. Uh, averaging about 12 points, 4 assists on the season. Not that great. We'll see, though. Jokic, pretty good player. Jokic, not bad at all, along with uh, Nurkic, who's also a solid player off the bench. He's been in and out of starting and backing up and such. 
Looks like he's kind of been losing the minutes. Jamal Murray emerging of late at eight points a game now. He's one of the better rookies, believe it or not. It's been real quiet on the rookie front, and it usually is at this stage. Things It takes a little while for things to kind of develop for some of these guys. Denver Nuggets, I think the Wolves should be able to win this game, and Carl Anthony Towns always plays well against them. Uh, so far this year, the Wolves have lost twice to the Nuggets in narrow margins. Carl did not do very well in the first game, 102-109. That was a struggle. 105-103, December the 28th, not that long ago, right before the New Year. Carl Anthony Towns, very solid in that performance, I would have to say. <clears throat> he actually had a triple-double. He added 10 assists, but 7 of 17 still not reaching the 20-point mark on that particular night. That was frustrating. Wiggins played better. I think Wiggins will play well again, but the way, and the way Carl's been playing, though, it's all about Wiggins and Carl in this particular game, and maybe, hopefully, uh, Zach Levine can kind of come around. He's historically played very well against the Nuggets. Nobody played spectacular in that game, but I think Andrew Wiggins will be the leading scorer. Carl, hopefully, will, continue, will finally overcome the struggle he's had with the Nuggets so far this season. I don't know what's up with that. Then the Wolves head to Phoenix, Arizona, January 24th. Wish I could join them. That would be a lot of fun. I like Arizona. I would love to go there. Um, <laughs> I just love the whole thought of Arizona and Phoenix and all that. <sighs> That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, well. It's a dream at this point. Tuesday, January the 24th, if I didn't mention that yet. This team, well, the Wolves can beat them. And they have beaten them twice. 98-85 to 85, and then 115-108 to 108 recently on December the 19th. And this is our final game. Three games this season with the Suns, 105-108 for the Wolves most recently, like I just mentioned. Not a bad matchup for the Wolves. I think the Wolves can and should win the game. Uh, the Suns, not that great. Towns, again, I mean, it's always Carl, isn't it? Towns, huge game, 28-15 and 15 over this club. Andrew Wiggins, though, always plays well against the Suns. He didn't play good the first time. My first time, I remember, it was Zach Levine. Shabazz Muhammad has had some good moments against them. Chris Dunn, strong. On this one as well. Andrew Wiggins, I think, is going to have a better week this week. Um, he's playing against teams he's historically done well against. I think he will. I, I'm going to pick Andrew Wiggins to reach the 30-point mark in this one. But I think Carl Anthony Towns will have a huge double-double type performance. This is right about when Rubio started to really step up. Uh, even Levine. All of the big three reached the 20s. And don't be surprised to see that in this one. I got a sneaky feeling, though. Well, I mean, if Rubio isn't healthy, maybe you'll see Tyus Jones have a big, big game. You never know off the bench. Maybe you'll see Tyus Jones at like 10 points and, and 12 assists, something like that. I wouldn't be surprised if, say, if Rubio misses a little time and Tyus Jones emerges this week and hopefully gets some, gets some long-term playing time and doesn't have to ride on the bench all the time. That might be one of the reasons the Wolves are trying to trade Rubio. Then you could get Chris Dunn. Some some more uh, you can increase his minutes a bit, but not go crazy with them. By the way, I think the Wolves will beat the Nuggets. We'll go with the final score here of 108-100. Wolves will beat the Nuggets. Wiggins will be the leading scorer. Phoenix Suns game. Wiggins is going to reach 30 against the Suns. The Wolves will sweep the season series with Phoenix. You're going to get a couple wins in a row here. The Wolves will get the third game win streak again. Another three game win streak. I think this team is coming around here late in January, and they tend to do this actually. January has been a good month for the Wolves for many, 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 many years. I think it continues. Um, I think Andrew Wiggins, again, will be the top performer. He, he's definitely going to be an Alpha Wolf candidate, but don't be surprised if he towns get it again. <laughs> um, final score, though, what, what's it going to be? Let's go 98 to 98 to 95. It's going to be a very close game. Somebody like Tyus Jones is going to be like a nice little hero off the bench. I do believe Wiggins will lead the team in scoring at the end of the day, though. The Minnesota Timberwolves. 
then host the Indiana Pacers on Thursday, January the 26th, as we get closer and closer to the end of the year. This uh, the end of the month, pardon me. This is the first of two matchups like you always have with the Eastern Conference. The next one will be March 28th, post-St. Patty's Day. Pacers are above 500 in that Central Division with Chicago and Cleveland. Eight, eight games behind the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Bulls are under 500. Rajon Rondo, just it's never going to work out for that team. And I think Fred Hoiberg's job is in jeopardy, quite frankly. Um, and I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. Uh, Paul George has been awesome. 22 points star, uh, overall. Not as good as last year, though. Thaddeus Young, better. better he's, he's better there than he was here. He rebounded way better, though, in New Jersey. Or, excuse me, Brooklyn. I keep calling him New Jersey. I don't know why. Pacers of late have been playing great, though. Four out of the last five games. They only lost to Denver, and the Nuggets scored 140 points in that game. What's up with that? But they beat Brooklyn, beat New York, not the toughest proponents. And then uh, New Orleans, Sacramento, not the toughest opponents, but I'm sure they look at us the same way. They have Lakers, Utah, and the Knicks coming up, and then at Minnesota. I think the Pacers win this game. Um, they always play well against the Wolves, and Aaron Brooks. God, I'm, that, oh, I hate Aaron Brooks. He always does well against the Wolves, no matter what. Even if he hasn't played in like a year and a half, Aaron Brooks always has a strong, strong game against the Wolves. Jeff Teague, nice acquisition in the offseason. You'd think the Pacers would be a little better than this, but whatever. Um, I like this team a lot. No more Al Jefferson. Actually, yes, Al Jefferson is there. It's just you never see him, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know what's going on with him, actually, to be quite honest. Where the hell's Al Jefferson? <laughs> I know he's there. There he is. Wow. Look at Al Jefferson reduced to 15 minutes a game, 8 points, and 4 rebounds up the bench. Oh, Al. Mm, is it the ACL, or do they just not like him? I mean, really? Man. I feel bad for Al Jefferson. I think he deserves better. Glenn Robinson, the third, little homecoming. Off the bench, 23 points a game, six, 23 points, 23 minutes a game, six points and four rebounds. Not bad for Glenn Robinson, the third. Remember him? He was buried on the Wolves bench years ago. Monta Ellis, how the mighty have fallen. It's almost, you almost forgot about him. Only 27% from three-point range. Certainly not the guy he once was, but this matchup stinks for whatever reason. Paul George always does great against the Wolves. That he is young. Don't be surprised to see him have a big game. The Wolves, obviously, you're going to hope for a good point guard play in this one and good perimeter defense. You're going to have to hope for that. I see Zach Levine having his best game of the week against the Indiana Pacers. Uh, it'll be a nice matchup, and that's how I, I think the Wolves' hope to winning the game will be Zach Levine goes off. And you really want to see Andrew Wiggins match up well with Paul George. Um, the history there has been okay, but Paul George so far has had the best of Andrew. He's going to need to outplay Paul George to win this game, in my humble opinion. And of course, you're going to need to see nice guard play overall in this game. Some nice outside shooting and good passing. Hopefully setting up good guys like Gorgie and such. But I think Gorgie and Zach Levine will be the keys to the victory in this one. Of course, Andrew and Carl are keys, but I think the help you're going to need, you know, it's going to be guys like Zach and Gorgie. If they perform well in this game, the Wolves will win, in my humble opinion. I, I think those are the big keys for the victory for the Wolves. But Indiana, in the end of the day, is going to win the game, in my opinion. Well, let's go with the final score of 106-100. The Pacers will beat the Wolves in target center, unfortunately. And Paul George will have a nice upper 20s performance. Hopefully Wiggins will show up and have a big game, but we'll see. Lots of ifs, lots of hopes, lots of this and that. But the Wolves will have a 2 and one week, in my opinion. They'll have a three-game win streak, and it'll snap against the Indiana Pacers. And then we head deeper and deeper into... into and then we wrap up January very quickly after that. A couple more games with uh, the Nets and the Magic coming to town. And then the Wolves head to Cleveland to start off February. But Wiggins hopefully will show up for that one. And that could be a very, very, very fun night. Wiggins and LeBron once again in their big old showdown 
in Cleveland, Ohio. There it is, two and one week for the Wolves, hoping for the best. We'll be back for some fan interaction right after this. Segment number three, fan interaction. Let's get on with it. Twitter account, at Wolves Explosion, at Wolves Explosion. Want to give a quick shout-out to Flips Army. Look that up on Facebook. Look that up. They're kind enough, uh, Trevor Wickerman, kind enough to allow me to post Timberwolves Explosion on that page. A link to it, anyway. Uh, That's how you can get to the show on thesportsdef.com, which, of course, leads you to iTunes, Stitcher, all that double twist. Thank you again very much for your involvement with the show. At Wolves Explosion is a Twitter account. Not a whole lot going on right at this stage. Uh, Tanay and two others. Who else? Who else? Okay, uh, Tanay and Levi Brown. Also, Vince Germano retweeting the last episode. Thank you very much. Split Personality, episode 187. Thank you guys very much for that. Please, out there, those of you that I haven't heard from, please do give the show a follow on Twitter. And, of course, follow the Facebook page as well. Join the Facebook page. We'll talk about that in a second. All the information will be in the show description, but please do tell your friends about the show. It would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Danae Brown saying, uh, Chris Dunn is so fun to watch. He's going to be an elite defender in this league. And I do agree. Um, he had a, he, he struggled this week, and, again, I'm not hating on him. I just not, not didn't have the happiest week for me, um, unfortunately. Twitter account pretty quiet this week. I should have been more active on there. That's my own fault. But thank you guys very much for the retweets and such on that. Let's get to Facebook. This show might end up being a tiny bit shorter than an hour today. That's unusual. Had a lot to say and got to the point. I didn't ramble as much. That's that's helpful, isn't it? Facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. Facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. That's how you get there. Please get there. Click like. Would be greatly appreciated. Also, please, <clears throat> there's a phone line. 209-736-7877-209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention you're calling in for Timberwolves Explosion. Do your statement, shout-out, question, comment, whatever it is. Keep it from a minute to three minutes. Would be greatly appreciated. Danae Brown and others, please call in. Really appreciate that. Even, I don't know, Hank McCoy, why not? Use the... Uh, Use the call now button if you want to. Yeah, because if you're international, you might not want to call the number from your phone. But then there's the then there's Facebook. There's the call now button on the Facebook page, which goes through Facebook Messenger right in there, or the audio submission route, which you use the free uh, use a free audio recorder on your smartphone, smart device, whatever it is. Treat it like a phone call. Same deal. One to three minutes. Statement, shout out, comment, question, and email it to Paladino Live at yahoo.com. Paladino Live at yahoo.com. Your thoughts, very, 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 very welcome. On this show, we're going to hear from Joseph Phillips. Gotta love it. Love what he always has to say. We pick up where we left off in the show description last time around on Facebook. Vince Germano, out of the Courtside podcast, which I encourage you to listen to. We'll talk about that more in a second. He says, great show again, mate. I gotta say, I see a lot of similarities between the Wolves and the Lakers. In in, in so much as like the depth and such, I'm thinking uh, the depth of the teams and such, um, and the youth, all that. The coaches are very different, though, right? And I was saying, I, I hope you like the depth, in-depth analysis about the split personalities I was mentioning. And then uh, Vince was saying it was great stuff. No Kool-Aid Joey, and that's without a doubt. Joseph Phillips says, nice episode as always, but I don't like that you do not... 
that you did not do do your Aussie accent. I always wondered if Australians like that or not. I've heard some do, some don't, obviously. But then again, that's people in general. People, some people like things, some people don't. You know, just like inauguration day, some people like it, some people don't. If you know, depending on you know who got who's getting inaugurated. Me, I'm happy with it today. Not everybody is. I wish they were, but yeah, you know. I wasn't last time very much. <laughs> but then again, the other choice wasn't that good either. <clears throat> okay. Uh, as for the Aussie accent, I don't know. We'll, we'll get to something there. I think in the past, other people didn't like it too much. I don't know. Some people did, some people didn't. Ultimately, though, I don't know what you guys are doing there in America. You guys are crazy. Nope, that's what I've heard a little bit. But some people like it, some people don't. Yes. Uh, Wow, this really is quiet. But Joseph Phillips has a lot to say. So thank you, Joe Phillips, for carrying the show today. Before I get to Joe Phillips' comment here, which deserves a lot of uh, a lot of attention, very awesome. Thank you for that. Um, Hank McCoy, Vince Germano, Courtside Podcast. They just released a brand spanking new episode. And I'm getting a... Uh, huh, I wonder what that tweet's all about. Wish I could reach, see what's going on here. But we'll talk about that right now. Um... Courtside Podcast, do give that a subscribe on iTunes, the free shows. See, they have uh, premium shows, they have free shows, and it's just uh, smart coach innovations, huh? Hmm. Ten things, okay, it's, it's, it's an article. Well, okay, I thought, it's probably pretty good, though, by Zach Lowe, so I'll check that out in a little bit. Um, I thought it was some kind of news-breaking, like something's up, but no. Uh, do give it a follow on the, on Twitter and all that, but of course iTunes and Podbean. iTunes, all the free shows go there. Podbean, every show goes there. So you can get the premium shows for $20 a year. $20 one-year subscription, you get the premium shows. I'm thinking of doing that at some point very soon. Maybe, you know, so again, I keep talking about it and I keep hinting at it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of when uh, doing something like that. Premium shows, free shows. Like this one right now would probably be a free show. Probably. Like, the premium shows might have to do with, like, interviews or something, like, guests, stuff like that. So, yeah, that's a long time in coming. This would more likely be a, a free show, though, a show like this. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how things go with that. All Everything all depends. Um, but, yes, do join that. It's greatly appreciated. They, they're so kind to say that the courtside, Timberwolves Explosion is courtside approved. And I want to thank you again so much for that. Very much so. Joseph Phillips, also out of Australia, says... The other LA, the other LA team versus the Wolves. I did not get to watch or listen to the game. Was there anything behind Rubio getting 17 minutes of play? Wilst Dunn getting 25 and ties 12. Was Rubio hurt? A poor matchup, or does it have to do with yesterday's article about being shot with Baz? And yes, Rubio is getting shopped around with Baz. As for who or where, absolutely no information yet. I'm not crying about it. Some people are all upset. Well, you get to free Tyus. If Rubio's gone, Tyus Jones is going to play. Tyus Jones is going to play, unless, of course, we package him, too, and get some other veteran guard in return. But I don't know. I'd like to keep Tyus Jones and hope for the best there, see what happens. Who knows, man? That guy might end up being really valuable, Tyus Jones. Uh, Rubio was hurt, like you heard in the uh, the game review. I would have, like, I was going to respond, but it's like I was about to record the show. So <laughs> once I got up, because, of course, this was sent overnight, being it's Australia, the time zone, completely different. So everybody knows that already. Um, we'll continue where he left off. He says, Joey, you brought, you brought it up on the last podcast that we are a better team when Rubio runs, runs the offense. That was in the pa- past. And, yes, sometimes he was, yeah, sometimes we really are a better team when he runs the offense. Right now he is. He says, does your thinking change based on how they played today? It is also very nice to beat this team. I'm with you and hating the team, or rather four players. You have the three players, and there's the son of the coach. You have the Griffin and Paul and, and DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, I can't stand them. And, of course, uh, 
Austin Rivers, he's a jackass. And he says, is Zach okay or does he look troubled by his hip? He doesn't look good, no. Um, his motion, he doesn't look like the same guy right now. I, I think he's been hurt for a while, but he's certainly not playing the same of late. Zach Levine, definitely off. Uh, his motion, range of motion, all that, not there at this moment. Um, I want Tyus Jones to get minutes. I want Brandon Rush to get minutes. I want Jordan Hill to get minutes. Nemanja Bialica might be the nicest guy in the world. He might actually be a good basketball player too. But I think those other guys should be getting minutes instead of him. Um, Tyus Jones. You know, it's tough to play three-point guards. That's the crappy part. Some people would say bench Dunn and play Jones in, in those minutes. Sometimes you can sneak three-point guards in. We can, you, know, you can kind of put them in maybe together. Like last night you saw Dunn and Tyus play together, and it actually worked out pretty good. Dunn was more defensive and all that. Tyus was actually the point guard in that situation. Dunn could attack the basket and shoot a little bit. It was what it was. Um, Tyus Jones, really a nice runner of the offense, though. And it's interesting to see that, that Tyus actually was the guy running the offense because he's that good at it. Um, that does tell me you can play Tyus Jones off the bench, even with Chris Dunn. So I think that Coach uh, Thibodeau needs to look at that as a long-term thing and not just for an emergency situation without Rubio. Uh, he, he probably was experimenting last night, and I hope he was. Tyus Jones, there's no reason he should be rotting on the bench. There's no reason Brandon Rush should be rotting on the bench. There's no reason Jordan Hill should be rotting on the bench. It's really, 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 really frustrating to me, and I'm sure it is to others as, as well. Um... Rubio, obviously, he's been a lot stronger. Do I trust him long-term? No. No. Uh, Rubio's been playing a lot better. That's good. I, I hope he keeps it up. Is he a guy I want to lead this franchise for many years? No. <laughs> no. Um, not really. Dunn's going to get better. I think Tyus Jones will only get better with more and more playing time, and he's been behind the scenes, been getting better and better and better. So... There's options at point guard. And Tyus Jones, every opportunity he's had this season, he's been extremely valuable. Last year, he was a cute little spark plug who was all right. This year, he's an actual good player. He's, he's good. He's gotten better. He's improved in the offseason. He's a different guy. And he's going to be more different next year. I think he's going to keep getting better. Tyus Jones definitely deserves a place in this league in a rotation at the bare minimum. Very, very pleased with what I've seen from Tyus Jones. Chris Dunn, in minimum, is a rotation player as well. Long-term starter... He, it, it needs work, but they may end up putting him as a long-term starter sooner than later because it's because they just they have to that type of thing. Let's let's get the wheels turning, and it is what it is. We're not competing for a playoff berth right now. Maybe we will at some point, but we're not at this moment. So we'll see what happens. Um, lots of thoughts back and forth of that one. I know it's all over the place, but I like what Rubio brings. But again, I don't want him as our long-term point guard. I, I, I mean, I, I don't think he's going to be here four or five years from now. I don't think he's going to be here next year. And that's not even a rip at Ricky Rubio. It's just, it is what it is. It's, it's a combination of things. I think Chris Dunn, hopefully, can <laughs> continue to develop. Because if he does, there's a very good player inside of that guy. As for an all-star in this league, probably not. Probably not. Rubio, he's not an all-star either. So again, let's be realistic here. Those of you out there that are crying that might be really upset if Rubio's traded, he's not an all-star. He's he's capable of highlights, but that doesn't make him an all-star player. Um, so, again, we'll just kind of let things carry out. We'll let things carry out as they are. We're about a month away from, literally about a month away from the trade deadline. It's usually about February 20th, so we'll just let things develop. Somebody's going to get traded probably this year. Last year we thought somebody might, and then nothing happened. It all dried up. So I think this year something is going to happen. It's a new front office and all that. 
something will happen. It probably won't be a big blockbuster shocker ultimately, but we'll just let it develop as it does. So again, want to thank you guys very, very much for your listenership. Please tell your friends about the show. Please give a positive rating on iTunes if you have not. And those of you that have, God bless you in Australia and locally here in the United States and other countries in Canada as well. That was awesome a while back. Thank you again for your support of the show, your loyalty, and we will talk to you in a week. (laughs) 